But we know if we say yes to a bird bath, he's going to come home with a pond the size of our backyard. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Hug and a High Five. It's a mom and daughter podcast journal. I'm Ingrid. I'm the daughter. And I'm Vicky. I'm the mom. I'm trying to figure out how to be an adult. I'm trying to figure out how to parent an adult and live as an adult who is more than a parent. I live in New York City. And I live in Los Angeles. And this is Hug and a High Five. Today, Mom and I are doing a little special for you. Well, um, I don't know, more, a little more educational. If you don't already know this, which you've probably picked it up, Mom and I are both really academic people. And we love that about each other, and that's something I definitely get, I guess, from both of you. Both you and Dad are academic in that way. Mm-hmm. And that's how we interact with the world. So don't let that scare you away. It'll be fun. Mom is an expert, I think on something called the strengths finder or the strengths. There are a lot of personality things, different ways to describe ourselves in the universe. Um, and I, I kind of put strengths finder in that like camp with like Myers-Briggs and uh, Enneagram and whatnot. But it isn't quite like that. They're just like you find tools, right? It's like the things that you're strong at and go from there. Yeah. So I assume that a lot of this, this, uh, this episode might be mom talking because I get to learn a bunch too, Mm -hmm. um, about the strengths finder. Yes. The strengths are, uh, what got me interested in it originally is that they're positive, I think. So, because you, you spend some time looking at the strengths that you have and the guy that developed it, Don Clifton said, what if everybody spent time focusing on their strengths and their talent themes rather than trying to improve their weaknesses. Because improving your weaknesses is good to a, a, a point and good to be aware of those. But um, what if you didn't spend so much time doing that, but you instead did things that you do naturally well? So he got together with um, people that developed... Um, they looked at talent themes, and they came up with 34 of them. And then they created this assessment. But I was uh, certified in it in a special training seminar because I thought it was so interesting. Ha-ha. So when I... Oh, I was going to tell a little story of how we got started in it. Yeah. Just because I, I think I was in high school. We were trying to remember the other day. I don't remember exactly when we started learning about it, mm-hmm. but I know I was in high school and mom had us as a family sit down and take the Strengths Finder test. I don't totally remember it except that it, just like so many of those tests, even like the Harry Potter house test, <laughs> <laughs> there's like, you, can, you feel under pressure and it's like, you start like double, double guessing yourself and things, um, but it, uh, it, I do think it was, like, immediately helpful for our family. We, I just find these kind of things become vocabulary for talking about things that we already know about ourselves. Yes, I find that, too. I like having the common vocabulary. And as a parent, I was always looking for, and when you learn my strengths, you'll know why, um, <laughs> I was always looking for ways to understand and connect with you all better as you grew and changed. Yeah. And I found this a really interesting tool to use. 
And it helped me think of ways that I could communicate with you that you would respond to. Because everybody gets in ruts in life and communication ruts and parenting and relationship ruts. So I would feel like I was in a question rut, like I didn't know new questions to ask you. So, um, and that is also points to my strength. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And different family members received it differently, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, not all of us were excited about the idea. Like, sometimes, because it's easy to feel, like, put in a box. And we're like, this is all you can do, which isn't the point. Right. And it's not really, yeah, it's not supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be something that you're, you're already behaving that way. And then once you know that you behave this way, then you can kind of branch out and expand from there. Yeah, it's supposed to be empowering. Yeah, definitely. So the indications of strengths, I mean, you take the assessment, but are um, yearnings that can really reveal a present talent. Yearnings, that's not a word we use very often. Yeah. A, to yearn for something. It can be described as an internal force, um, almost a magnetic attraction. Oh. That leads you to a particular activity or environment. So going to New York, singing and dancing and acting, I would say those were yearnings that you had True. from a young age. Yeah. The other indicator of a strength or a talent theme, the other thing that um, the Clifton organization interchanges the word talent and strength, so that gets confusing. Um, oh, that's weird. I don't feel like those are synonyms. They call them talent themes, and then out of that, it it is born your strength. So it's confusing. Okay, so talent, like in a larger umbrella. Yeah. All right. Talent theme. So the other thing is rapid learning that reveals traces of talent. So in in a new context, if you learn something quickly, then that's a talent. Uh, Kids that just pick up a basketball and they're like, look, I can dribble and do a layup. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, what is this? (laughs) Another thing that reveals your talents is satisfaction. So that's Ah. like psychological fulfillment. You're just like happy when you're doing it. And that um, piggybacks to the next one, which is timelessness is a clue to your talent in that you are able to do it for a long period of time and you forget about time. So you could sing for hours and not know how many hours you have sung because you've been so involved that you haven't thought about it. Yeah. And then the um, last one is glimpses of excellence, flashes of outstanding performance observed by you and others um, when you kind of tapped into your greatest talents. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that is what they used to come up with their strengths finder themes. So you, you they take all that data. So the basically the test then like asks you questions to find that data. Yep. And then it gives you five, usually five, right? Yes. Words in an order that are like your top five strengths of the thirty-five they've created. Yeah, thirty-four. And um, you can pay a little extra money and have unlocked all 34 strengths. But they say, you know, your number 34 is not actually a strength. You you don't need to call it a weakness. (laughs) (laughs) But um, 
camp on your top five for a long time and really get to know yeah. those. And as you see and read through and discover these, they say you can add to them. If you, if you want to build your own top ten, you can find, oh. Well, yeah, and, like, when the first time you had us all take the test... I had a certain five, or there's a kid's version that has three. Yeah. I think that's what we took the very first time. Mm-hmm. Then I took five in high school, and then I did it again in college and got a different five. Mm-hmm. So we figured, well, some of them are different. We figured, that's like my top ten. Yeah. That's eh, fine. Close enough. Yeah. They resonate with you. Yeah. So um, then they, the concept that they talk about is name it, claim it, aim it. So name name all of the five strengths. Claim them and say, yes, that is my own. That resonates with me. And then aim it. How am I going to use that as a strength in my life? In all the areas of my life. In my parenting, in my interactions with people at work, in my um, interactions with people at volunteer things, and in my interactions with friends, all, all of those things. And I've seen you do that particularly well, because in the last, I don't know, 10 years since the beginning of this journey, you there's a few of your strengths that become like punch words in most conversations with you. Like, well, because <laughs> I have the strength of input, can I ask you a question? <laughs> That's right. Um, yes. So... Uh, all that to say is I think we should really say what our five strengths are, our top five are. I like it. Okay. What are your top five strengths, Ingrid? Uh, let's see. Okay, so my... I'll just do my most five, most recent five, because like I said, we did it a few times. Mm-hmm. But uh, my most recent five, the top one is harmony. Mm. Second is discipline. Third is achiever. Fourth is context. And fifth is learner. Okay. What are yours? My top five are restorative and then harmony and then input and learner and then consistency. Oh, consistency. I forgot that was one of yours. Okay, so we both have harmony and learner. Mm-hmm. But in the a previous test that I've taken, I also had input, which is... Did you mention input? I have input, yes. Input is yeah, my, yeah, is my is third. Too. Your third. But it's the one that I feel you use most often mm-hmm. as far as, like, life goes. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you how I use it in just a minute. And um, are there any of yours that surprise you? Um, I might have to, like, go back to when I first learned them. I think perhaps... No, I don't think any surprised me. <laughs> I'm thinking about. Do you have the um, combinations page with adjectives and noun pulled up? Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that we did in the class, I took a certification course and then I led a class, and I found this actually one of the most interesting things, is we looked at our adjectives and nouns that were um, in line with those words of our strengths. And then we chose mm-hmm. new ones and recombined them. So um, I'll p- pick an adjective out of consistency and a noun out of harmony and put them together. So um, now this one happens to be um, consistent. <laughs> but consistent 
<laughs> pragmatist is uh, one of them. Or okay, so it becomes like a, a little bit more descriptive, perhaps. If you, it's like in more of an action version. Yeah. Well, yeah. The adjective and the noun. So if I choose harmony adjective, I would say collaborative, and consistent uh, noun. I would say collaborative standardizer. Okay. Wait. Where are the verbs? The verbs. They're not verbs. They're just adjectives verbs. and nouns. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, I'm going to do it for my, my top two then. I have harmony as my first one and discipline as my second. Mm. Does it matter which I take of which? Or no, can I you just... can flip them around. Oh, okay. Uh, I have to read them real quick. Um, I think I'd probably, maybe I could say... Uh, oh, this is interesting. Um collaborative perfectionist. Mm, where do you see that at work? I think that's kind of true of me. <laughs> where do you see that come out at work? <laughs> at work! Oh, uh, how long do you stay at your job every night? <laughs> I stay at Trader Joe's far longer than I need to. <laughs> yes. Yeah, actually that's true of my, my whole life. I'm like, I'm such a perfectionist, so I have a very hard time giving up control of things. But I want to be collaborative about it, and so... I will, like, you know, in group projects in high school, I'd always, like, wait for an awkward amount of seconds for someone else to, to, like, volunteer to lead the group, but they knew I was in the group, so he would just look at me and be like, wait, I wanted to, but yes, I'd lead it, I'd like to. (laughs) Uh, Because it was natural and easy for you to do. Yeah. So one of the descriptive adjectives of restorative is unintimidated. But um, also one of then um, this the the a noun I'll say for harmony would be mediator, so unintimidated mediator. So hmm. in my life, that's true of you as my parent. Yeah, I haven't I haven't been afraid of stepping in the middle of conflict, and I just want to work it out, and I I'm mm-hmm. kind of tireless. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to the point where people are like, let it go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, we have to work this out. Yeah. So, um, and, and, but the way input works into my life the most is that it has given me permission to happily seek uh, information and learner. Actually, they, these work together, input and learner. They to happily seek information from other people and other source, sources. And so if I find a problem and my restorative strength, if I see a problem, I happily look for and collect and systematize um, new information. You know what? The last one is very true. You do systematize new information. Yes, that's the binder that I have right now. <laughs> Mom has a, what is it, a four-inch binder? Three-inch? It's two. For what? Two? For, two inches. For your strength. It's thing. two inches. Is that what we're talking two about? two inches, but it's over. It is a very full, beautifully organized, or at least was when you began it, labeled systematized binder of information that she has received. Yes. And sought out. It makes me happy. Yeah. (laughs) That's good. That's in your talents. Whatever. I do it. It makes you happy. I do it naturally. I do it timelessly. 
Yeah. I think about it. I think about having more and how can I find this again if somebody else wants it. I should have yeah. extra copies. My my <laughs> um, folders on my computer, I have folders inside folders inside folders. It's like a little bit right. ridiculous. I have a lot of folders. You've, you've systematized it. <laughs> but who is the best resource for new moms who have so many questions? I, I typically will be able to find an answer. Well, that's why one of my side hustles, my current job that I get paid for, is um, parent education. And it has been really life-giving to me because I've gotten a little bit of pay for what I enjoy doing. And um, that's all the researching and learning. Right. And it's on a topic particularly that I like. So I've been researching you know, a lot about how the brain works and developmental stages. And that's been really fun for me. So if someone, if one of our listeners was to then go take the strengths finder test and find their five strengths, Mm -hmm. what are the first like three actions after that, that they should do to like internalize them or help them be most empowered? Well, read the report. Definitely. If you take your top five strengths tests, then you read, uh, it comes with a nice lengthy report and read it. And then um, look for areas in your life where you, where you see those strengths in play, in action, and think about the different settings in your life. And as you read the descriptions, you might um, come up with the um, oh, yeah, I do use that strength, and here's how I could use mm-hmm. that strength more. The t- it's definitely helpful. Go ahead. Oh, the second thing that I think is useful is to, to look online, and you can just look on the Google Images or something for this, is look for the implicit values and shadow side themes. So the, sh- oh. the shadow side is kind of like if, you know what, People say your strength is actually your weakness because you do it too often. So. Yeah, that's actually a great second level of the strengths because they are supposed to be empowering, but... But if, if I'm a bulldozer with it... Yeah, right, 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 right. Can we read some of our shadow sides? Yeah, so what are some of yours? Let's go back and forth. Okay. So my, my first one is harmony. Mm-hmm. And the shadow side is avoiding conflict at all costs. Yes, that's a good, obvious one. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first learned that I my first one was harmony, I was like, oh, I, I get it. Because that that comes into play mostly through, oh, throughout the beginning of my life with my sisters. Mm. There, is a, there is a good section, because, you know, we all have, as siblings, have, like, sections of our lives where we butt heads with certain members of the family. There was a good section of time when I would sprint to the car before church or wherever we were going to sit in the middle seat because then my sisters <laughs> didn't have the chance to, like, you know, knock against each other or get in each other's face. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so that that, that was a, that was a very... You were using your harmony, harmony strength, pre- preserving the harmony, because you didn't want to be in the middle of it. You wanted to be in the middle of yeah. it, so you didn't have to be in the middle of it. <laughs> Literally that, yes. Sometimes I, sometimes I, I uh, joke that it's really just a, a selfish thing that I didn't want to hear the yelling. That's so I want a quiet car ride, I will sit in the middle. <laughs> huh. 
That is interesting. It also works out because I'm the shortest, so that helps. <laughs> um, okay, and then the value is consensus. So you like you value when everybody agrees. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. So an an opposition in contrast to that, um, an individualization strength would value uniqueness uniqueness. Um mm-hmm. and would be okay with a little bit of mm-hmm. uh friction. Yep. They wouldn't have to have a consensus. So my restorative um strength, my number one strength is uh the the uh shadow side of restorative is being problem focused. Uh-huh. And that is my Achilles heel, because I always see a problem. But you know what? That is, I was going to mention this earlier, but this is an even better time. That was the extra benefit of learning the strengths in a community. I think if you if you learn your strengths, they're really helpful, but it's way more helpful in a group of people you're with all the time. Mm. Your friend group that's down to do it. Your That's why they do it a lot in business training and small groups, mm-hmm. etc. Because when we learned it as a family, again, we had a vocabulary to talk about things with each other, and knowing that you have your highest strength is restorative mm-hmm. was really helpful for us. I remember those very first few conversations, especially going, oh, obviously there's extra baggage as a, your daughter always. That's like the way that mom-daughter relationships work, but there's quite a bit of my life in situations where I felt like you're trying to fix me, you know, like, oh, why do you always see the worst in me? Why do you like never love who I am now? Or, you know, those can be extreme sentences in the middle of arguments. Um, and it gives uh, me a lot of grace. I I remember the very first few times too. And also like knowing dad's strengths and being like, oh, I have this whole new sense of like being able to give grace in situations where I feel frustrated because, what that means when you're telling me that, like, telling me something to work on is that you, you know, want to see greater things for me. And it comes out of the goodness of, of wanting restoration more than it does, like, knocking me down. Yeah. Uh, resolution is the value. So, yeah, resolve, I can do this better kind of thing. But the, um. the way I have kind of re-characterized it is to think of being a troubleshooter and um, hmm. in studying about restorative strength, being the one that is, comes with a solution. Like, I naturally see the problems, but um, that doesn't need to be pointed out to people. But if I actively see solutions and just, like, minimize and say, well, this is a situation, here's how, what, what we can do, um, that would be more positive. And uh, that's how I've learned how to work on on that strength so that it it's perceived as a strength by other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, that's really helpful. It, you, either way, you see the opportunity for growth, but to, to look for solutions before you name the place, the point that needs it. Well, but it's, it's so knee-jerk for me to go. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, right. The states to be fixed. <laughs> that's it's bad. So, and that's just like only by the grace of God and lots of prayer have I held a set of guard over my mouth so I don't sure. just like fly off the handle. But I still do too often in most 
sadly, you know, most often to my most closest loved ones, like my family. So um, that is an area for growth for me. That's part of it. But in that vein, the shadow side of mine is the top of mine being harmony. I think the deepest arguments my sister and I ever had growing up was her saying, excuse me, stand up for yourself. Because mm. <laughs> she does, she she is far more ready to like want justice and see where people to be okay with some conflict in order to get to a place of individualism. Mm. And she'd be like, "Snap out of it! It's fine. <laughs> it will be okay." But you have to start the conversation, and I would just like be paralyzed and be like, "No." And they were real fights because she was so frustrated with me, and I was. So frustrated with her. (laughs) (laughs) But knowing each other's strengths, like you said, I think the strengths is definitely the most effective in community on a team or something. Um, It does. It gives you compassion and grace for each other and patience with each other. Uh, Daddy's number one strength is context. Well, Maximizer is in there, too. So when I get frustrated and I'm like, you know what? This is fine. I'm happy with the way this looks. It does not need to be improved at all. Usually, Daddy can think of a way to maximize it and make it make it better. Um, Our joke, I mean, we might have already told this story. Our running joke in the family is that we're never allowed to get a fountain <laughs> in the backyard. Because Dad wants a fountain. He loves his little birds in the backyard, which is hilarious. Because he does not like a bird watcher. He just likes having a little water out there for the little <laughs> cheeky little birds that come out. And he keeps, like, wanting a little bird bath. But we know if we say yes to a bird bath, he's going to come home with a pond the size of our backyard. <laughs> and be like, look at this fountain! Because he's a maximizer. And Mom's like, I don't want a waterworks in my backyard. Right, a little overdone. Yeah. But he's looking for perfectionism and excellence. Yeah, and it served him well in his career. So, you know, each in its own space. That's right. But with regard to his number one strength, it's a context, which he values. Which he does really well with, too. He values the past, but his shadow side is um, living in the past and not having vision or being forward-thinking. Which um, mm. I don't see that as much in him, but he certainly he values a story. He values a long, detailed yeah. story. I was just gonna say, yes, and, Dad has a lot. He, Dad's a great entrepreneur, so I agree that I don't see a lot of him like living in the past. But if you want advice, be ready for twenty minutes. Yeah, the full context, the full story. Um, yeah, the origin story. <laughs> Yeah. It's very, very yeah. uh, popular for him. So uh, that is good to take into account and to appreciate each other and kind of laugh it out. And when we're working on something and realize that it's going a certain way and then kind of step back and go, oh, well, that's that's kind of because this is his strength and he's operating in this strength. Right. And that makes sense. Yeah. And I've got to say, I've definitely been really shaped by dad's love of context too because I actually that might be in my top 10 if I go back and look at an old one yeah I thought context uh, was oh a, it's my top five yeah duh yeah yeah that's one I have with dad mm-hmm. 
I, I, I love it also mm-hmm. a lot. And so when, when we're together, in the same way that you and I, when we're talking, we often gravitate toward talking about education or strengths finder personality test things because mm-hmm. we love them. Um, Dad and I love context, so we, we do connect on that often. And it's helpful when I ask him for advice, or not particularly even ask, but just, like, say what I'm doing, and then he goes into a very deep, long story, large, look at all the ways this is connected, but by the end I have such a great, like, deep understanding of it, which I appreciate. So how would you use this with your friends, like, with your new roommates? Oh, well, I have the luxury that of having roommates that also love personality tests. <laughs> so it would not be, like, we had breakfast together last weekend. And within them, we were like, all right, let's go around and say our five love languages. Let's go around and say what Myers-Briggs we are. We, like, really get into all that stuff. So that would not make, this would make this a, a, an easy sell <laughs> to take the strengths together. Um, but I do think it'd be really helpful in, in communication with each other and, and uh, like, ease, easy information for encouragement. Yes. One of my roommates, her first love language is words of affirmation. Mm. And my another roommate, her last love language is words of affirmation. She's like, don't just tell me what something about me that's, I can't, I don't know how to deal with that. Um, I don't know how to receive that. So, uh, that's helpful in itself to know, mm-hmm. but especially for my roommate who loves words of affirmation, how helpful would it be to, to know what her top strengths are? And then when she's having a rough day, probably it's because she's in the shadow side of one of her strengths. Mm-hmm. And and say, you know what? I can speak to the heart of why you're frustrated because this is what you want, right? Mm. Like this, I, I can see that down deep you care so much about mm-hmm. connecting with each other, you know, connectedness or something. Um, and then, but because of that, you are... Extending yourself past where you have the energy to do so Mm. and people aren't receiving it from you. And so you're not getting filled up and I'm, you know, like whatever it is, I'm creating a scenario in my head. But that, I think that'd be really helpful. Yeah. For encouraging each other. So um, if you're interested in geeking out more on this, like Ingrid and I, you can go to, um, there's a lot of YouTube videos from the Gallup website you oh, really? can go to Gallup theme Thursday and find if you were dad right there you would have said I'm gonna sell this book that I just made <laughs> <laughs> part of me feels like we should do that can we just publish your binder yes maybe someone would buy it <laughs> I would have lots of edit editors included <laughs> compiled by Vicky yeah just compiled by um Anyway, okay, so there are also YouTube videos? So, yeah, you can look at that. But one of the things I, I got was um, all these things to to um, think about. So if I was to take your harmony thing, when you are, your harmony strength, when you're at your best, you find agreement between differences and you have the ability to set the differences in a way that mesh together. Think about that is true. 
Yeah, so here it suggests to uh, think about what you can bring to your team and how to bind them together towards a common goal. Mm. You provide a sense of calmness that others can feel. And then it says, what should, should you do more of? Raise your hand for opportunities to forecast the emotional landscape. If you are sensing a mess, say something. You don't have to. Oh my gosh. You don't have to own it, but your insight is unique. You might be able to see conflict where other people don't. Offer to summarize the tone in a way for others to understand it. Think about encouraging people to work together. I that feels like a superpower, and I've never had it explained to me until right now. Yeah. I totally do. I totally read a room and go, there's going to be a fight in 20 minutes. Oh, my gosh. That would be superpower if you were to say that out loud. <laughs> it's not just, like, out of the blue, but, you know, you watch people and go, hmm. Yeah. So, it, and it, it says what to ask for. You will feel, be a better part of a team if you feel like you are valued. True. So, ask for personal relationships as a part of any product project. A safe place to share conflict is necessary as well. Think of yourself mm. as a progress advisor. Seek out teams and projects that are solid about their expectations. That would make life easier for you. Expectations. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure that's true of everyone. Mm-hmm. Just name your expectations, people. Yeah. <laughs> that means you will have known enough about yourself. To have some expectations that are yeah. allowed. Yeah. Yeah, and for restorative, for me, I'm at my best when I'm bringing about solutions to daily challenges. This speaks to my other side hustle, which is brain training. Mm. <laughs> and that yes. is 100% Restoring the underlying processing skills of people because and in the moment on the fly, as I'm going through each procedure, I come up with ways to make the procedure more effective and help the person be more successful. So I am always seeking solutions. And I think that's why I enjoy brain training so much is because it's that relational one on one, always finding the success in everything and um yeah yeah it's the perfect career for me that's pretty beautiful i had never thought about it that in depth yeah that's awesome yeah yeah that's cool so mom thank you for stepping into your restorative strength <laughs> and restoring so many people well thank you for stepping into your harmony strength and bringing such a pleasant atmosphere to the room when you were there mm-hmm. uh if you have more uh questions on the strengths finder i might try to figure out how to uh put a link in the description yes which i hear in every other podcast yes we'll find a link in the description (laughs) i'm gonna figure that out and then um link to some of these strengths finder things it's really helpful and empowering i find yeah super cool well good to talk to you ingrid high five high five and a long distance hug a nice big hug (laughs) Someone, one of my friends the other day asked, how do you hug across the, the, I just said, we just say it. We wrap our arms around the computer. We seriously wrap our arms around, like, the air. air. (laughs) It's a real thing that happens. I'm a very physical person. I'm just going to continue to air hug. All right. 
Okay. Alrighty. Bye. Talk to you later, Mom. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Hug and a High Five. Yep, thanks for listening. If you'd like to suggest a topic, ask us a question, or share your mom-daughter story, please email us at hugandahighfivepodcast at gmail.com. That's hugandahighfivepodcast at gmail.com. All words, hug and a high five podcast at gmail.com. Have a great week.